Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Bienvenido de nuevo a otro episodio del podcast de Eat Sleep Fantasy. Mi nombre es Cristian. My name is Jeff. Y conmigo, como siempre, está Dale Demont. How you doing, Dale? Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I guess you want to do Latin night. It is Latin night. So we're doing... Did you say that? Yes, it's it's no, I didn't say that yet. But it is Latin night. This is the Latin night of fantasy football. How you doing, Dale? Good. That's it's always a fun time when it's Latin night. Uh, you can always count on uh, the Hispanic, uh, any Hispanic culture, to bring to bring the the energy, the flavor. You know, you wanted to yeah. say flavor. It's not racist, man. You could say it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I I want this podcast to really bring the flavor. I'll give you the flavor pass. You can say it. <laughs> the Sazon. Oh, I like it. Yes. We bring you the Sazon of fantasy football. Um, today, we are going to be talking some sleepers. This episode is produced by JJ Gosh, one of our writers here at Eatsley Fantasy and EatsleyFantasy.com. He helped at us out. JJ and, and, uh, Gosh on Twitter. Yes. And uh, we're going to be talking... Some of our sleepers for this episode, if you want to follow at JJ Gosh, like Dale mentioned, I want to throw that in there. Uh, thank you again for the production for this episode. Um, some guys that we'd like, and I want to kind of clarify a little bit before we get into the sleepers themselves, that this episode doesn't necessarily mean these are guys that we're taking super late. Our next episode, we're going to be talking about you know, the 10th round or later, guys that we're targeting there, but this just means guys that... Not everybody's paying attention to that we believe will have a good 2019 season in general. Mm. So um, we're going to talk about those guys in just a little bit. But before we do, Dale, I think we got to take care of some housekeeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Yes, sir. Uh, that's uh, my favorite part of the show is the housekeeping. Uh, if you guys don't know, eatsleepfantasy.com is a website. You go to it, click subscribe. You can get all of our rankings for absolutely free. Uh, all you got to do is just sign up for a username, password, or I guess membership. Uh, I don't remember what we're calling it. But sign up on the website for free rankings. If you want to go more in depth, get our tiers, get edible, editable, Oh, my God. Every time. Every time. You can't eat the rankings, Dale. I know. You can edit the rankings. You can't (laughs) eat them. Editable rankings. That just seems like such an unnatural. Just say rankings that you can edit from now on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's better. I can do that. Yeah. Um, So you can get that basically, uh, you know, in a bunch of other articles. 
a lot of articles have MP3s to go along with them. So if you don't want to read them all, we also recorded them. Yeah, for, uh, you like know, little mini conversation sets. Yeah, 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 exactly. So good stuff over there at eatsleepfantasy.com. Not a lot of places uh, are giving your draft kit in podcast format as well. So I think that's a nice little, nice little so bonus we got there. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, one thing I do want to mention: this is probably um, one of my favorite things that we're doing right now. If you don't know, and if you haven't heard the podcast lately, you should know about Nitrogen Sports. If you go over to our website, click the banner, the Nitrogen Sports banner, you sign up. They have a free NFL survivor pool that you're free to join, 100% free. You go in, you play, you can win money without even putting up anything. They are the number one Bitcoin betting site on the internet today. I think they're they're oldest as well, uh, so they know what they're doing. You could bet bet on all types of sports, from football to cricket to basketball, golf, uh, you name it. They have it on there. It's a it's a full sports book. So again, go to our website, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Make sure you click on that banner, sign up, uh, free. And not only do you get this free NFL Survivor pool, but by joining and and going through our banner on our site, they also put you in a secret pool, so like a second tiered pool uh to do awesome stuff so make sure you guys check it out it's on our website good stuff over there christian you want to add anything i do want to add something but i'm gonna make you guys wait till somewhere later on this episode we've got uh some prizes some big prizes that we're gonna be doing uh but you have to stay tuned for later on the episode to find out how you can win those Ooh, sounds fun all right what are the prizes i don't remember uh, I just do. whisper it. Just whisper. I do. <laughs> you know the, the memorabilia stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. That's gonna be good. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So Dale, let's go ahead and get into kind of these sleepers here. And the first guy that I want to talk about at the quarterback position is a young QB who has never finished outside of the top ten quarterbacks. In his career, granted, it's not a long one, but Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, obviously, we've got the situation with Zeke um, where we have to figure that out, but we've got Amari Cooper in here uh, in kind of a. Obviously, needs to figure out his contract situation as well, but in his own contract year, um, I think Dak has a lot to prove this year, whether. He gets paid or not. Dak has a lot to prove this year. He's currently going as quarterback 15, but I think he's going to finish better than that. Yeah. Uh, what, what is he going as quarterback 15? So it, it kind of yeah. depends where you're yeah. looking. And if we go on fantasy pros right now, his consensus ranking is quarterback 15. Um, and let me pull up his ADP real quick. Because I feel like it's it's lower than that. I'm sorry. He he is ADP. So even though his consensus is 15, 16, depending on the site, his ADP is even lower at 18. Yeah, People that's a little too are low. not buying into a guy who is not likely to finish that low. He's going sure. to finish higher than that draft stock. I don't think there's very much risk with Dak Prescott, especially kind of you factor in some of the rushing, like he's not going to blow you away in that regard, but he is going to do some of that. And yeah. he's, I mean, he's competent. 
and he's going to finish better than his uh, than his average draft position or his ranking. I think so too. I mean, he's got he's he's rushed for at least six touchdowns. Every actually, exactly, exactly six, every six year. touchdowns yeah. every year. Uh, last year, he nearly threw for four thousand yards with thirty about thirty nine hundred yards and twenty two touchdowns. That's not horrible, and I don't think that that's definitely not warranted for QB eighteen. Right. Um, you know, QB eighteen draft pick. So yeah, I I think he could be a small steal. Now the situation with Zeke is really going to determine exactly where he drafts for me on draft day in a couple weeks. Right. I'm really curious to see what Zeke does because with Zeke there, of course, any quarterback is going to be more successful because you know he's Zeke Elliott. So Dak has given you about. 300 rushing yards or so, maybe a little more than 300 rushing yards or so every season, five yards of carry and six touchdowns like you mentioned. It's going to give you probably around 3,800, 3,900 yards. Um, maybe he cracks 4,000 yards this season, but that has been good enough for a top 10 quarterback every year. I'm going to go to eSleepFantasy.com and check on the John's finishes chart. And right there, you can see Dak Prescott over the last three years. And so 10, 10, and 6 are his fantasy finishes. I think he's got another top 10 finish in his arsenal for 2019. As long as Zeke plays, correct? If he doesn't, I don't know. If he if, doesn't, I don't know if he can... I'd say it does knock him a little bit. Um, probably not between even. 12 and 15. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Still above his, he... his current ADP. If Zeke plays, is he a lock for top 12? I think so. I think he's yeah. a lock for top, top 12 along with the next guy who we're just going to keep talking about because it feels like we do this every fucking year. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Every year, and yet it continues to happen, the boring but productive Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yep. This guy has <laughs> as many top 12 finishes in the last six seasons as he does kids. Kids in the last six seasons, I want to clarify. Does he have a kid every season? I don't know. I think he has seven <laughs> kids or nine kids. I know it's less than Antonio Cromartie, but more than the average bear. Right, yeah. Uh, since 2013, he has thrown for over 4,000 yards, um, and he averages about 30 touchdowns a year. So it is it is pretty crazy that he just kind of just gets overlooked and uh, – Oh, we should have actually talked a little bit about news. We'll we'll step into that in a little bit about Keenan Allen. But with Keenan Allen, the emergence of Mike Williams there, Hunter Henry back. We'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon. But even if Mel- Melvin Gordon doesn't come, you know, doesn't play, doesn't end his holdout, there's still, you know, Jackson and Eckler there in the backfield. That's that I think will be somewhat productive either way. So yeah, uh, Philip Rivers is always a no-brainer to me. What was his fantasy finishes? Uh, the last six for the seasons, last few years, eleven, yeah. seven, eleven, twelve, twelve, and four. Yeah, that kind of see, that's pretty consistent in the top twelve, and he is never being drafted in the top twelve. Philip Rivers is always let's, a late round quarterback that you can. Let's grab. give you those numbers right now. The Philip Rivers ADP and ranking are the same at seventeen. That's is that a little ridiculous? It's a little ridiculous, yeah. Pretty crazy. So, guys going ahead of him that I wouldn't want ahead of him, Kyler Murray, Jameis Winston, Lamar Jackson. None of those guys deserve to be ahead of Philip Rivers. 
And I, I not not if you're playing safe. Uh, Jameis Winston has the upside this year, but I don't. I don't think Kyler Murray does, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for that. Yeah, there's upside there with Kyler Murray. I think that offense has a good chance to be to, to be go f- from what the worst offense in NFL history right. to <laughs> top <Right>. twenty five. Good. <laughs> good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, Phil Rivers is super safe, and that's why. I mean, we're talking about waiting on quarterbacks and drafting and all that stuff. I mean, Philip Rivers is a top twelve quarterback without without any issue. I mean, it's it's crazy how disrespected he's being being taken in uh, in most leagues right now. No respect. No respect. I do want to mention uh, last two years he has a total of five rushing yards. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? 2017, he had negative two. I feel like it's more than Tom Brady. (laughs) No way. Not in the last two years. Uh, Tom Brady has more than... I feel like it's more than Tom Brady. Hold on. Five rushing yards. Tom Brady... Tom Brady has more than five rushing yards. Last year had 35 rushing yards. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) That's nuts. 1.5 yards to carry. He probably had like one... Yeah, one 10-yard rush. That's what happened. And, you know, I mean, it's not I, – I, I get it when it's like uh, what have you done for me lately type scenario. When you look back, you know, did Phillip Rivers have a couple of bad games last year? Did he get, you know, put a bad taste in people's mouths? But he hasn't had – I mean, he had a couple subpar games late in the season, week 16, and then in the NFL playoffs he had a sub-10-point game. But early in the season especially, I mean, he was up in the, you know, mid-20s as far as fantasy points goes – Almost throughout the entire season, so he's fairly consistent. So I don't, I don't get it. But Philip Rivers is definitely a quarterback that you can wait for and let him just fall in your lap. Yeah, I think if you're looking for consistency, you're looking for safety. That's definitely the way to go about it this this year. So um, those are two guys that you you can pretty much lock in for for that. Um, all right, you want right, to well, like, go ahead and move on well, to the I was just gonna say, running backs? I was just going to say lightning round really quick before we do. Give me one more just quick-hitting quarterback, somebody that you like. We don't have to dive deep into him. I just want to hear somebody that you like. Uh, in later rounds, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, Kirk Cousins is a good one. Absolutely. Sam Darnold is one So Kirk Cousins in the four years, the four years is a four full years as a starter, Nine, five, five, and twelve. People were disappointed with the twelve. Yeah, and he's going to have in twenty nineteen the best healthy set of weapons that he's ever had. I agree. In Stephen Diggs, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. I mean, that's <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. That's yeah. going to be a good offense. So, yep. um, Kirk Cousins is definitely. Um, that guy for me, if we're going a little earlier, I'm probably going to go back uh, to the well with Jared Goff back to back top yeah, 12 sure. finishes last year was number seven. I think the offense is just as good. Yeah, absolutely. And what is he, his ADP isn't that low though. His ADP, I want to say is 12 or so, but I think he's right. going to finish like inside the top eight. That's possible. So I really like Sam, Sam Darnold. I mean, last year I know a typical rookie quarterback, well, I think typical rookie quarterback. He had some really kind of shitty games, right? Uh, week three against Cleveland, especially 100, 
60 yards and two interceptions, no touchdowns. But he had flashes of being really, really good. If you remember that week one against Detroit, I know it was Detroit, but he had a multi-touchdown game then. Uh, a couple other games that, you know, he played as good as anybody else. I mean, he had a game against Indianapolis, which Indianapolis has fairly good defense, had 80% completion uh, passing. So I like Sam Darnold. He showed flashes of being really, really good last year. And I think he's just going to improve, get that rookie you know, smell off of them and play better. So I'm, uh, I have to beat that drum a little harder cause I really do believe that. Okay. All right. All right. I Let's can't believe I just pictured you beating a drum. It's really weird. That is weird. Why do I do this thing to myself in my head? <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple of running backs here. The first one uh, going around running back 26 is Tevin Coleman. I know, I think uh, John mentioned him maybe last episode or two episodes ago. Tevin Coleman of the 49ers. Uh, I mean, just flat out, I know everybody in the fantasy community that talks about Tevin Coleman talks about Kyle Shanahan um, from, you know, being with Tevin Coleman in Atlanta and now in San Francisco. McKinnon is at least not going to start the year, so it looks like Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida for the most part, and Tevin Coleman, a lot of people believe, is going to get the opportunity first ahead of Brita. What do you think? A hundred percent. will get the opportunity first. I'm going to give you the same kind of logic that I gave you for Tevin Coleman that I did for the quarterbacks. Ready for this last yep. three seasons. Tevin Coleman's finishes 18, 22 and 20. He's been a top 24 running back in RB two, three straight years moving into now a Kyle Shanahan offense, which he is familiar with, which he will lead and do well with. This year, he will be a top 20 running back, and he's being drafted well outside of that. Now, I would like if you guys didn't all go out and draft him because I'm trying to get him in a lot of my drafts, and you need to relax a little bit with that uh, because his stock is definitely climbing. But it's still at the point where I'm happy because his ADP is 27 at the running back position, and I have him finishing as a top 20 running back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, he it's is... been climbing, though, because uh, a couple weeks ago, he was in the 30s, late 30s. Um, the Jarek McKinnon news has not helped that, but I think this is his backfield to lose. I am not a Brita guy. Brita is a fill-in average NFL running back, in my opinion. And Tevin Coleman, while not special... In any way, is familiar with the offense and better than Breida. Yeah, I mean, we can't just ignore what Breida did last yes, year, can. though. He was very productive. Yes, we can. And he was just as productive as Tevin Coleman was with his attempts in yards right. and touchdowns. Okay. So, in in a worse offense, really, last year. So, I think we people can't are totally sleeping on it. the San Francisco offense, by the way. I think it's going to be good. They definitely year, need rookie wide not. receivers to step up and play big roles, though. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, am no, I, I agree. Am and, I coming at this too every, strong with the Tevin Coleman love? Because no, love is I love, man. Look, you you talk, I mean, you're, you're saying he's around running back 20, which is fine. Um, well, I'm saying he's going to be inside it, the top 20. So, yeah. yeah. I, I predict well, I he'll, mean, fall, he'll finish the year between 15 and 19. Yeah. Which is what he did last year. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. And I mean, we keep talking about the same thing here with these, all these running backs. I mean, going back to you know 
Tevin Coleman, Derrick Henry, uh, Mark Ingram, uh, who Aaron Jones, maybe, you know, those guys, Chris Carson, they're all going to be lumped um, lumped in all together. So, yes, yeah, but 100%. There's all kinds of value. The right issue there. so if you go, go anywhere and you go to the consensus rankings, Tevin Coleman is not being put in that group with the Chris Carsons, Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingrams, David Montgomerys. And I think he firmly belongs in that group. I agree. I'm, Tevin I'm Coleman's you. going in the group with like Kenyon Drake, and that's yeah. not the right group. I agree. Especially agree. with the Kenyon Drake yeah, situation and how that's trending. Pick up Jalen Belage. Kalen Belage, sorry. I fucked up his name. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the next running back here on this list. Continuing with the year of the running back two, let's talk about a guy in that list in Chris Carson that we have not addressed enough, I think, because I he's definitely firmly in that RB2 group, and he's in the run-heaviest offense in the NFL, was running back 15 last year, and they've already come out and mentioned that as long as he's healthy, he's going to be more involved in the passing game. So Chris Carson is a guy that definitely deserves some recognition. And if we just look at his stats from last year and he were able to replicate that, not expanding at all in his role, that's a top 15 and potentially could could crack even higher than that. But his, his current ADP is running back thir- uh, 21. So do you feel like maybe we're missing out on the Chris Carson love? I think a lot of people are, and I think it all has to do with Rashad Penny, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. I mean, the dude had over 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns last year uh, on a ton of carries. I mean, almost 250 carries. He had more carries. Let's see. He had 250 carries. Two, actually, 247 exactly. He, uh, he was like the fourth or fifth most rushed running back in the NFL six six most after because uh, Jordan Howard was in there too so yeah if he's gonna have the opportunity nine touchdowns over 1100 yards last year now it all depends is Penny going to emerge I, at all and I think that's what the only thing hurting his draft stock when those players are there that we really have question marks on so so the quite the the, the conversation really needs to be built around Rashad Penny more so than Chris Carson. When beat writers going to do. When beat writers come out and they focus on specific players like a lot, it I don't take too much from like just random news throughout off seasons. But when you have guys like Seattle uh, Seahawks beat writer Joe Fan that he keeps saying, "Hey, Chris Carson's going to be the guy. He's going to get at least two thirds of the workload." Um, He's going to be the lead guy. Penny's still going to get work. He's still going to come in. He's going to get series. But it's going to be the Chris Carson show. That makes me believe that this offense is prepared to give Carson the work. Yeah, he's coming back from injury, but he looks healthy. This offense loves to run. I don't see that changing. And I... I just I don't see Chris Carson finishing worse than his ADP, so I think he's safe. For sure, he will perform at his ADP or better. 
So if you're getting him, where 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 was his ADP? Twenty one. Sorry, and twenty one. You're getting him at twenty one. Uh, that's you're gonna get at least that from him. One don't, one of the don't safest. look at the sheet. Don't look at our show notes. Okay. Because I feel like people underestimate this. What was Chris Carson's stat line in fourteen games last year? How many carries? How many yards? How many touchdowns? I just said I knew he had just around 250 carries. Yeah, never mind. Fuck. Yeah. I was probably saying it when you were looking it up. But that's okay. You know I don't pay, pay attention to what you say, right? <laughs> I do this thing on our it show. It's a really I'm... interesting show when I don't listen to you and you don't listen to me. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my point across. <laughs> I don't care about yours. Exactly. <laughs> I just... ha I... <laughs> ha. Uh, <laughs> let's move on, man. Let's let's All talk right, so wide give, receivers. Well, hold on. Let's you give me one, and I'll give you one. Wide receivers? Uh, running backs. We did quarterbacks. Give me one. You give me one. We just did the two running backs. I know. Do an extra one, like a quick hitting one. Like remember, you just did. Uh, who'd you do? No, uh, Tevin Coleman's my guy. On. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay. You're gonna okay. go. You're gonna say David Montgomery, bro. I love the guy. <laughs> I want that rookie dig. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? I feel like everybody's talking about David Montgomery now. It's not like it's not a cool thing to talk about anymore. Okay, just keep your eye on Kalen Balash. Is all I'm gonna say. Of course. Yes, I think everybody is. That's all everybody was talking about today. With, yes, uh, but like. The- Look, We've been oh, okay, look, Ar- Armando listen. especially. I'll give Armando credit where credits yes. due. Has been talking yes. about Kalen Balage like for months. Yes, and you can see it. And he did a depth chart for the rookie. Uh, he did a depth chart for the draft kit. And the depth and chart has Kalen Balage finishing the year yeah. as the yeah. Dolphins guy. Yeah, and he he wrote that maybe about three four weeks ago. Yep. So give him give him credit for that. But look, I'm gonna give you a couple guys that you should not be talking about anymore because it's it's been said josh jacobs david montgomery carry on johnson um devin singletary's getting there he shouldn't be yes he should not for 2019 but but okay yes he is um is the sean mccoy still on the team uh yeah i don't know i mean yes the answer to that question is yes what the fuck are you doing this show for if you can't answer that question like that well, I because you're talking about Lashawn McCoy of three years ago when he was good, where that the same Lashawn McCoy is not on the Bills right now. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It was a, like a fake Lashawn McCoy. Just it's shows like, up. He's like a reptilian Lashawn McCoy. He's not really. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Ready? It's like, him and Frank Gore go to go out to dinner at like four p.m. Okay. I'm that just, just means you have your leftovers at eight instead of midnight. <laughs> No, no. They're eating at four and going to bed at eight. Damn. So, like, yeah. they're having a midnight snack, but, like, 9 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. They eat their ice cream sandwiches. Moving on. Okay. All right. If, Wide receiver. I hate that, like, I can't give you a name, by the way. It's always just like, <laughs> oh, he's already being talked about. Yeah, but, like, on our show... Like, we're one of the people talking about them. Well, we're not going to talk about them anymore. For now on, you get a buzzer every time you mention any of those guys' names. Okay. Latavius Murray? Yeah. No, no love for I, him. Yeah. You love him? I do. Okay. 
but he's going around the same area as other guys that are very interesting, like Austin Eckler. Yeah. So it's just, it's... I got some love for a lot of people in the same group. Um, sure. So it's hard to, like, pull the trigger sometimes. Yeah. But I do like some of Latavius Murray. Uh, regard, and he his situation is not as wide a range of outcomes as Austin Eckler's is right now. Austin Eckler could be a top eight running back if Melvin Gordon doesn't sign. Right. Um, and he, I, I think he has a very legitimate shot of being a top 24 running back, even if Melvin Gordon is there. Yeah. But it's just a very I think, inconsistent. I think his role cemented in that offense already. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. All right. All right, let's wide receivers. Do wide receivers? I'm, I wanted to do the transition, but you didn't let me. Can you so, let me do my job? Yeah, you could do it. Okay, then so wide receivers. I mean, do just do your job. It's mi trabajo. Go, just do your job, man. Okay, vamos a hablar ahora de los I'm wide receivers. For I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to do your job. You know what's weird? When I speak in Spanish to you, I do it with like. A white nasally. Accent. No, I do everything nasally. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Tyler Lockett. You know what sucks? Like I come onto this show, super animated. I want to bring the sazon, and you just like fucking take that away from me. No, I was ready to bring the sazon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bring the what? Sazon. Just say flavor, man. The seasoning. Just say something else. Just say anything else. <laughs> I'm ready to bring the uh, sofrita. This man's like, I got the sazon goye. See, I I ate black beans uh, and rice today. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my wife just said it's called sofrita. Sofrito. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's the most Hispanic good. thing you have ever eaten? Mm. Tamales. Cool. Those are pretty. They're pretty Hispanic. You ever had like a uh, pig's feet? Badabueca in mm, uh, cazuela. Nope. Yeah, that was my dinner two nights ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really good. That's disgusting. I can't do it. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, speaking of uh, sazon. Let's talk about Tyler Lockett. And I feel He's like if around. you're going to say speaking of Sassone, it needs to be like Juju Smith-Schuster or something. That man's got some seasoning. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got to talk about Juju Smith-Schuster in a little bit. Okay, so Tyler Lockett, wide receiver, 20. There's no more Doug Baldwin. Uh, you know, when we're talking volume in, in terms of wide receivers – there's nothing better than the guy in the slot because you're probably going to get targeted more than any other position on the field as far as receptions go. So Tyler Lockett should be in in tuned to get plenty of targets with the absence of Doug Baldwin, and uh, he's talented. I mean, last year he finished uh, – was he a top 12? I'm pretty sure he was a top 12 wide receiver last year, almost 1,000 yards. You know where you could find touchdowns. that out? On John's fantasy on easilyfantasy.com, it's a website. What and what was his finish last year? Uh, I can I can let you know right now. Do you want to know? 
Yeah, please do. All right, hold on. <laughs> My keyboard's very loud. 16. Yeah, okay. So, that's close. <laughs> I just made anyone listening to this very loud in their headphones fucking jump, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, wide receiver 16 last year. Yeah. 10 touchdowns, almost 1,000 yards. And he's going to have an expanded targets. role this year. Why are we not higher on Tyler Lockett? In the top 20 last year, top 20 wide receivers, he had the fewest targets of all wide and receivers. And his role will expand this year. Why are we not higher on Tyler Lockett? I'm going to repeat that question. Mm, I think for me... I just I I think I just like to get him to move him up. We're gonna have to take other people out. Okay. So who are you taking Tyler out Boyd. in front of him? Okay, I agree with that. Robert Woods. Robert Woods was super consistent. Yes, but, but I think he's mm. going to take a little bit of a step back. I think that offense will throw a little more to Brandon Cooks this year. Sure. Okay. All right. So take him out. Who else? Hmm. Let's see. Give me some names. Um, Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay. Yep. That's a good one. Mm, that's probably where Tyler Lockett is. Don't you think? Yeah, but <laughs> that's not where he's going. Yeah, right. I I'm going to tell you where he's going in an ADP because you said his rank is, what, 20? I guarantee you his ADP is lower than that because people don't feel the same way. ADP of 22. <laughs> We're not making a strong point here. Two picks. Uh, ADP two of picks 22 later. finished 16 last year, and we expect his target share to go up. Sure. Right. Like, Dale, the difference between cracking the top 15 at wide receiver and being drafted at 22, 24, that's, that's significant. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And agree. the safety of... An increased workload, the consistency last year, having already had that under your belt, I I feel like that's much more safe than Calvin Ridley, Alshon Jeffrey, like those are options in the same range. Um, sure. The guys going five, you know, five slots ahead of the wide receiver position, Julian Edelman. You don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with Tom Brady now, at forty two years old. Like, I just. I'm, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. I don't I'm I really like excited to talk about this next me. wide receiver. No. But. Right. Next wide receiver. Uh, uh, next gonna... wide receiver. Um, we kind of wish they would stop talking so much about Curtis Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. please. Uh, there another piece of news came out actually today. Um. While this was being written, and it was uh, Curtis Samuel was the MVP of of camp so far. Yeah. So glowing and, things again when beat reporters, when uh, when coaching staff, like when they start saying glowing things over and over, pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to uh, Jimmy G threw a pick in practice today. That doesn't matter. When Curtis Samuel keeps over and over and over and over again getting everybody's attention that's important yep one because curtis samuel is a really talented player but also cam newton one they're already saying and i don't know if you guys read the reports 
but Cam Newton has the deep ball back. Uh, apparently, he's throwing it deep and very accurate in camp, which is good news for Curtis Samuel. And also, uh, look, this is what it, I'll suggest this. DJ Moore is going as a top 24 receiver, which I get. Um, I think DJ Moore is a good wide receiver. But if you want to get good value out of Curtis Samuel, you have to find an article online, just Google it, talking high about DJ Moore and send it to your league mates and saying, I can't wait to get this guy. I'm going to beat you all to him. Some As soon as somebody takes him, Curtis Samuel's value is going to drop because they said, oh, you know, a uh, Carolina Panther was already drafted. I'm going to let Curtis Samuel fall a little bit more. And you're going to get really good value out of him. Yep. That's what you do. Uh, Curtis Samuel had very similar targets last year. And I'm sorry, very similar stat line last year uh, towards the end of the season as DJ Moore. And, uh, and then on top of that, you know, talking MVP of camp and that Cam Newton can actually throw a deep ball accurately is huge for Curtis Samuel. So the rankers have already bumped Curtis Samuel up a little bit. He is now 36, but his ADP is still at 40. I expect that to adjust. I expect him to be, uh, within that top 36 by the time most people are drafting in a couple weeks. Give me a percentage of what you think. What is the percentage that Curtis Curtis Samuel will outperform DJ Moore? Uh, fifty percent. That's crazy, right? Mm. I'm probably a little bit higher on that. But if you're drafting a player that's going rounds later, five rounds, yeah, fifty fifty chance of being better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was probably higher than fifty percent as well, and that's. That's pretty nuts. I think Curtis Samuel is a great, great value. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate it. What's next? And I, I don't hate you. That is not mutual. Um. All right. You want to give me one of your guys, Dale, on this list? Curtis Samuel was him. Okay. I'd, cop I'd, out. I'd, oh. Cop no, out. No, no, no. Look, I'll, t- I'll give you another one. D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. Me too. I love D.D. Westbrook. Okay. I think, and you know what? I really like Nick Foles, too. Don't at me. All right. You ready for for one that you can get pretty late and uh, has the chance to be a flex play all year long? Sure. MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. He is going to be the wide receiver, too, for a Green Bay offense that will definitely open it up this year. Yeah, me and John just talked about this two episodes ago. I don't listen to when you talk, (laughs) much less when I'm not on the episode. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm just letting you save your breath. To be fair, uh... to be fair, though, to be fair, I downloaded that pod. I'm going to drive up to Orlando tomorrow. I literally downloaded the podcast of you guys to listen to on my drive. Oh, that's that nice. is, if that isn't a endorsement for John Chapman, I don't know what is because it makes me listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? You never listen to episodes that you're not on, and I literally listen to every single episode that we've ever done. Um, I wouldn't say never. I've been i I've been I haven't had enough time in my car. That's when I listen to podcasts. Right. And the thing is that my business is now one minute from my house. So, but when I go for drives, I, I'm listening. It's just not, it's not every episode, man. Plus, I'm on most of the episodes. 
Yes, that's and true. I'm not listening to you now. That's true. <laughs> you don't even listen to me when you're on the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, t- let's talk some tight ends. By the way, uh, MVS should be drafted ahead of Allison, right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. He's going two spots behind him. Yes. Let's fix that. Right. Okay. Is All he right. Hispanic? His name is Marquez Valdez. Scantley. Uh, either that or an oil tycoon. Does he have like a little twisty mustache? No, right? Is he? <laughs> I don't know. But it sounds like a uh, okay. name of like So a, his name is Marquez Valdez Scantling. He went to USF, which I feel like if you went anywhere in Florida that feels like you got a good shot at being Hispanic. Um, right. Well, your name is Marquez. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to look him up. Do your thing. Um, well, and, and his last name is hyphenated, which is probably a good sign that he's that he's Spanish. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't say Spanish. That's not the word you're looking for. Hispanic. Hispanic. Well, he could be Spanish, too. Could be. But. Okay. Uh, well, you look up his, uh, his Ancestry.com profile. That's what I'm and doing. I will talk about Titans. <laughs> wow, dude. His uh, profile on Wikipedia yeah. is two lines. Step it up. Step it up, Wikipedia. Well, geez, I, mean, I know when he was born, and I know that he played college football at South Florida. <laughs> That's it. This is okay. not helpful. Maybe JJ knows, because JJ is a uh, Packers guy. JJ, uh, thank you for producing this episode. All right. Okay, so... We want to we... announce right here what we're doing for our subscribers, Dale. Mm-hmm. We've got a few mini pot prizes, which you can win, but here's what we want to do. We kind of just launched, fully launched our YouTube channel. We know that a lot of you guys like to listen to podcasts on YouTube, but you also, you know, you, you put on YouTube in the background, it's playing while you're cleaning your house or whatever, but you're listening mm-hmm. to a podcast now. Maybe you don't have the best podcast player on your TV, for example. I, I actually put podcasts on on my TV, but when I do so... I do it through uh, YouTube. So yep. right there, Eat Sleep Fantasy is the name. Subscribe to our channel. For those of you that subscribe to our channel, we have a time frame. We have a time frame we're giving this out, Dale. Uh, let's give it like a week. Maybe Should we give it two weeks? We're going to give it 10 days. Let's do right in the middle. Ten, oh, that's good. All right. That's good. You got uh, till Monday the 26th. Monday the 26th, we are closing shop. All right, we've got several prizes, but our big prize is an autographed Juju Smith-Schuster helmet to the winner mm-hmm. of the subscription. So we're brand new. We need subscribers on YouTube. We want to grow that platform for you guys. We're going to be posting every episode from here on out there. We're going to be posting um, intermittent videos, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of other good stuff. Um, so please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to see if we can go ahead and get our ESF and Dynasty on there. Please make sure to stay tuned and, and tune into them. ESF, uh, DFS, and Dynasty. Uh, so please check them out. And yep. uh, honestly, just subscribe to YouTube for a chance to win some awesome prizes. I mean, fucking Juju Smith-Schuster helmet. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a mini helmet. I think it's black with a yellow His signature's signature. awesome, by the way. I think it's probably the best signature in the NFL. He is probably the coolest guy in the NFL. Uh, so just go to YouTube, look for Eat Sleep Fantasy, hit subscribe. Once you're subscribed, just screenshot it, take a picture, email it to us, contact at eatsleepfantasy.com, or send it via Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And uh, once we compile, I'll compile everything, then just randomly select one of the emails. Um, so if you have two phones or if you have two YouTube accounts, you subscribe twice. Yep. Send that over, and you get two entries. So, do you have two phones, Dale? Subscriptions. Does one need a charge? Uh, yeah, one is for the plug. Okay, I'm quoting a different song. Oh. I'm quoting "Money in the Grave" by Drake. You're quoting two phones by Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. Different song. Well, I was quoting a song called Two Phones" when he asked me if I had two phones. Yes, but the more relevant song right now is uh, "Money in the Grave." Good song, by the way. It is a good song. Uh, Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2 is a great album as well. I haven't heard it. Um, is it? It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. You know what it's not as good as? Bad Bunny's uh, Por Siempre. But the problem is, you know what the problem with that? Mm-hmm. Is I don't understand anything he's saying. <laughs> yes, however, like, just feel the energy. Right? Yeah, you don't know uh, what the fuck Gangnam Style said. I that's true. That right. But I was doing that dance all day. Exactly. Yeah. Just do the same thing. <laughs> The song does, we played wait, in our Bad introduction, do you dances? know what that song says? No. Going 200 miles on a jet ski. If you like, I'll that's, put it in right here. That's not possible. Is no it? jet ski has ever has gone 200 miles an hour. Yeah, maybe he means kilometers. Yeah, I bet. It was, uh, He's yeah. Puerto Rican. so. Well, he knows his water sports. They use a... Oh, my God. <laughs> the wrong... That's a Cuban joke. Yeah, I know. And you can't say that. <laughs> I could say that because I have a Cuban friend. Is, am I your Cuban friend that just told you <laughs> you can't say that? <laughs> just two two guys talking shop. And jet skis. Go. <laughs> All right, tight ends. Oh, shit. I forgot about the tight ends. <laughs> the forgotten <laughs> position of fantasy football. <laughs> no? Not funny? Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, we've been talking about the same two tight ends all offseason. And there are yep. guys going at tight end 14 and 15 that uh, one of them is the steady eddy and one of them is the upside play. It just depends on what you're looking for. So I'm going to I'm gonna do these together. If you want a guy who's going to finish in the top eight, but is you're, you're drafting him outside of the top 12, it's Delaney Walker. Now, he probably won't mm-hmm. finish top three, but he's probably going to finish top 10. Right, he was four straight years in the top ten before he got hurt last year. Uh, he's Mariota's security blanket. That's Delaney Walker. On the opposite side of that coin, you've got Jordan Reed, who can't stay healthy, but if he is, has the upside because we've seen it before in the one season he was healthy, where he finished as tight end two. He has that upside. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking for that upside play? Are you looking for that consistent play? But these are two guys that are going late, tight end 14, 15, which if you wait late enough and you want to take two guys and have both sides of that coin, you can take Delaney Walker and Jordan Reed. Yep. Uh, I have a feeling that if anybody here talks about Vance McDonald, they will get a buzzard. 
because I'm sick of hearing about Vance McDonald, like he's some uh, best kept secret. One, I really don't believe in him. But two, he's being talked about way too much. Do you know why Vance McDonald is being talked about so much? Because the truth of the matter is nobody knows who is going to be the wide receiver two for the Pittsburgh offense. But instead, instead of making that call, people are like, oh, let's hype up the tight end. No. Either James Washington or Dante Moncrief will be an enormous fantasy value at the end of the season. But we don't have enough information yet in this offseason to say who it's going to be. My money's on Washington, but I'll be the first one to admit I could be wrong. Right. Okay. Uh, I think that's a pretty good... Uh, yeah. I, th- I agree. Yeah, you I don't really know how to say it. I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. Uh, train of thought, logic. Okay, I feel like I know where you're going with that, but I just I, I wish you would finish your sentences. Oh, just forget it. I I really fit. Now, I, now I really I wish my, we wouldn't just cut off the podcast in the middle of a. All right, before we go, actually, guys, uh, joking there. Before we cut the episode, I do want to remind you to tune in to Nitrogen Sports. Go to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Right at the top, we've got a link for Nitrogen Sports. All right. If you've ever wanted to get into betting on your games, whether it's football, like obviously you're listening to now, or any, like they've got a plethora of sports on their website. So if you want to bet basketball, when basketball season rolls around, baseball, soccer, MMA, boxing, no matter the sport, they've got it on their website. So go to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com, click the link for nitrogen sports at the top, and get into the betting now. They've got free rolls going on. So if you've never done this before and you just want to try it out, try it out for free and play your hand at that. They've got prizes up to, what, $2,500, Dale? Yeah, I mean, look, this is crazy. One, you go in, you could start betting basically with no money at all because it's free, uh, like the NFL Survivor Pool that they have. It's completely free. You get in, you bet, and you can win money, like, why not just sign up and try out this survivor pool? Even if you've never done a survivor pool, go in, check it out, do it, and uh, you can make a couple bucks if you're good at it. If not, no harm, no foul. And then on the um, opposite side yeah. of that, they've got big money gambling. So you can oh, bet yeah. with big, Bitcoin. Big you can go up to a full Bitcoin, something like that, which yeah. that's like 10, 11 grand, depending on the day. That, that fluctuates a little bit. But if you want to drop a big bet, this is the site to do it as well. So they've got free, they've got mm-hmm. big ass bets, and every fucking thing in between. Yep. And every uh, their, sport. Their slogan should be big ass bets. That would be a good slogan. Yeah, but like, it makes me think of like somebody betting and they have like a big ass. Oh, that's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, go to our site, eastleafantasy.com, click on the banner for Nitrogen Sports. For Christian Burrito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Todo me toca
mañana yo y ni, ey, llegamos a la bici. Pa' culona, flow, riquichi. Dinero, dinero, me falta wichi. Me siento rey, pero richi. La nena me salió bichi. Tú no me quieres, mi chichi. El traje de baño no es tan caro, es de JC Penny. Pero te buceo con ti, Penny. A ti te doy a cualquier hora como a Denny. Te pongo a tocar flow, ta' flow, Kenny. Si tú quieres te lo meto aquí, eh. 